Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Welcome back, everybody. Friday, May 28th. John Aravosis here with Cliff Schechter. Hey, that's me. How are y'all doing? Sorry, I'm not from the South. Um, I know y'all. Y'all. Actually, there was a CNN clip this morning, and I was expecting badness. They went to Marjorie Taylor Greene's district in Georgia to see how her constituents feel about her. And I was just expecting my blood pressure to boil over with another, you know what I mean? Why don't we understand? (laughs) And they just kept interviewing people who are not happy with her. Interesting. They felt felt that she's mouthing off and not doing stuff. They didn't like the Holocaust. Really? And what would give them that impression? (laughs) But, well, but I mean, these are, you know, know. Georgia's red district, right? But it was well, I'm yeah, not they, laughing they, at it all. Yeah. Like, the thing is, did you see somebody found an old video of her from like two years ago where she went into like the town council or something where she lives God. to complain about them taking down Confederate statues and saying oh. that they should that, that I wouldn't want statues of Hitler or Satan to be taken down because my kids. Did she actually say that? Yes, she did. But the best part is <laughs> like. First of yeah, all, let's take, that's let's why take, you wouldn't want statues of Hitler to be taken down, let's, lady. Let's take, let's start with that, which is Hitler or Satan. First of all, one's real. Just showing her grasp of reality. I'm sure there's lots of Satan statues out there. Could you imagine uh, defending a Satan statue? I mean, seriously, you wouldn't defend a Hitler statue, but you clearly would be like, there's a Satan statue in town. Right. But also tell me this, right? Like, why do you put up statues to memorialize things that happened that were good or to be like, we put this up as a warning to all of you to remember? I mean, statues, right? I'm not going to let you answer that because it's rhetorical. Statues are a form of idolatry, right? They are. But you do the Holocaust kind of memorial thing. That's a memorial. You don't put up a statue. No, no, but it's a never again. But it is a never again message is what I mean. So you do do that. But yes. but but the never again message isn't a statue of Hitler. That's, what That's not what you is put the up. the memorial at 9-11? Do they have like Bin <laughs> right. Laden with his thumbs up in the exactly. air? Exactly. Muhammad Atta. Exactly. <laughs> never like, again. Atta. Hey, cool. That reminds me of, I mean, yeah. she's just the dumbest fucking person. But yeah. in, in that way, she's so perfectly emblematic of them because she literally is – like when we see all these videos of like you may have seen that viral video in the Indianapolis airport of that woman you may walking have to, seen. well the woman walking to the restricted area Wait. and then demand and screaming and yelling and demanding that 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 huh. that they stop treating her horribly and they're like you're in a restricted area and then she starts screaming and yelling like people are watching this tell people what happened like you know and some dude remember some guy, my name exactly <laughs> remember me some guy was like you walked he's like Boo-hoo. crazy lives matter but did you see this no. Thing? Because no. it was viral during this African American guy, God bless him, was like, "Boo hoo! You walked into a restricted area. Like, you know, stop well, complaining." Not about masks or what? No, Probably. it wasn't masks. She walked oh. into a restricted area where you have to go oh. through a fucking, uh, you know, a, a metal detector, and she didn't. And they like grabbed her because that's what you do when somebody goes into a restricted. This is area. my freedom, right? So she asked to speak to the to the airport to manager. The manager. I want to speak to your manager. He did. Seriously, she has to speak to the airport manager because that's what they call it. They call it the manager. The manager. (laughs) But my point is, like, Marjorie Taylor Greene is, is, and I know some people don't like the term, but I don't know what else to say, is the Karenist of Karens. Like, she literally is the embodiment of the stupid, white, trashy, garbagey, gauche, middle-aged, imbecile white woman who yeah. has gotten through life and got and had all these things afforded to her simply because who she is, because she was that fucking stupid and anybody else, my God, she'd be homeless. Right. And, 
And so she walks into this town meeting. I'm not kidding you. Like, what would you do if you went to a meeting of the town hall? You know, even even uh, what's his name? Johnny in Cobra Kai. When he shows up to get to people watch that. I hope you I have watch no that. idea what you're talking about. Cobra Kai. Come on, Karate Kid. Okay, Never we won't it. go any further. I know of it, of course. But He's just, a hilarious just... character who, you know, they're looking at them 30 years later and he puts on this like nice outfit, whatever, because you're mm-hmm. going in front of the town council and it doesn't mm-hmm. look like him because he's always in Metallica t-shirts like Beavis or right, right. would be, right? right? She shows up in this, <laughs> this thing to talk about her love for statues of Hitler and Satan in shorts and a t-shirt, like these two tight shorts. I mean, like tube top would have been better, but what do you it would have, but uh, I have to look back. It may be a tank top too. Like <laughs> a she's broken, just, a broken tooth. She's, exactly, <laughs> she's just such a classic Karen. Like she's just, yeah. I mean, it's like they've taken the embodiment of the viral video Karen and they've sent her to Congress. Yeah. And that's what we're dealing with. Yep. Um, but, but again, but she's smart as fuck as well, though. Boy, she knows what she's doing. No, 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 no. She knows what she's doing is my point. No, she's getting publicity. She's raising three. She raised three million dollars in the first quarter. She has that instinct that Donald Trump has. And what what that is, is the knowing that having right. She's missing the gene of shame that we have, that most normal people have, and knows that the more shit trouble she causes, the more followers. It's no different than like Matt Getz or Donald Trump. You're or right. Glenn Greenwald, or you know, pick some other online yep. asshole. Uh, yep. You know, that's rhymes with they, promoter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but it is though. It's people who, it, it, who it's know how people watch promote. reality TV. I mean, the more controversy yeah. you cause, Kardashians. Yes, it's it's it's, it's of all it's self promotion, which, which is yes. a skill. I will say that's why I meant now, smart. I will I agree with you. It's a skill, but on a it's, it's regular, a, I meant smart in self promotion. Like she knows what she's doing, and she's very smartly okay marketing. She is very smartly executing a marketing strategy. Is my she point? Is good. I don't see like Donald Trump though. You know? I don't think it's a strategy. I think it's oh, it's, it's, a, it's an it's instinct a, and psychosis. who she is. She yeah. has an instinct to cause trouble and argue and fight and be yeah. an asshole wherever she goes. And yes, she notices it gets her attention and keeps doing it. But I don't think she's ever sat down yeah. and put together like, here's my six month media strategy to it just it just is who she is. And yeah. it used to be in our society. It's like the elephant man at, at the circus, right? It's like right. it's it's not it's really exactly a strategy, like but it gets a lot of attention. Exactly. <laughs> and it used to be yeah. that people like that in our society were shunned. Yeah. Right. But now in the era that we've gone in, content is king and, and, you know, ratings are all that matter is that we circus freaks, you know, you have fucking 19 kids, right? Which most of us would be like, right. And they turn your family into a reality show because you don't know how to use birth control. I mean, like that's who we are now. In any case, the party of circus freaks. I'm writing that down. I like that. You should. So Um, she shows up. You should really watch the video because it's hilarious. Because she shows up in her shorts and her her tight T-shirt. I think it's from behind. Flash a little water on her. So so it may actually. She's gross. It may it it may actually be a Mm -hmm. uh, like a tank top, Mm -hmm. but I didn't look for that long because exactly what you're saying right now. It'd be fabulous. I want a tube top. I find her so repulsive that I I, I can't even look at her for very long because it's kind of gross. Um, In any case. Anyway. um, So we were going to talk about her. We're going to talk about her because she's going off. Huh? We should set up a GoFundMe Hmm. um, in her honor to put a statue of Satan up in every district in the country, kind of like they did with Ronald Reagan. God. To remind people how bad Satan is. Oh my God, oh, John! God. Do it. Actually, you know now. Okay, that would be the response to all the Confederate crap. Yes, 
That's exactly you're right. That's, and you're right. The thing is, her, do, she yeah. said we need Satan statues to remind yeah. people how bad Satan is. Yeah. So I want the government to pay for yeah. it in every district in the country to put up yeah. a sad, statue. Now we, you'd have to be careful because money might come in, and you know I'm not putting up Satan statues. But no, if it comes in, I'll put up Satan statues. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, Actually, the thing, well, you know what? You get all of the quotes about it's not about taking a side; it's about memorializing history. And frankly, what bigger history is there? Then look at you know, all then that Satan, Satan taking done on to us, John, you know, and Satan taking on God and getting thrown out of heaven. I, other than Jesus, you know, rising from the rising from the grave, there isn't much history that's bigger than that. There really is. Satan's about as seminal as you get. Satan, I mean, and Satan Jesus. was a, right? remember, he's a fallen, or if it's God. a he, a fallen angel. Yeah. He was doing stuff. He's like, I don't want to serve. I'd I'm rather. women won't demand that they claim Satan as their own. Yeah, I don't think so. We can call him a he. And yeah. If we do it, Satan has to look like the Satan from uh, South Park, would be my thing. Oh, which is that red with the wings kind of thing? Or what was the. Uh, yeah, well, he's a huge red guy. He's like actually buff. Like he looks like he's been working right. out. He's, and he has sex with Saddam Hussein. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. Story. Why are you always so mean to me, Satan? Okay, I'm not going to go further. <laughs> luckily, I'm on with John, so nobody can accuse me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, it's but, still, but I think it's funny. I mean, <laughs> see, John, we're having fun. Um, we're having fun. fun on this show, even when um, the news is all shit. So we're talking about that lunatic today, uh, Matt Getz, the other lunatic, and then uh, the Sedition Commission latest. Um, you know, like let's keep let's just keep going with Getz and Green because we've been talking about it. And we'll get to the Sedition Commission. Bottom line is the commission vote has been pushed off a little bit. So we'll talk about why and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. But, you know, um, gay, uh, Green, Marjorie Taylor Green, right? So we've been talking about like the crazy – I like them up because they're really the same person. It's just. funny that – yeah. So we've been talking about her. She's a Republican congresswoman from Georgia, northwest Georgia, very red district. I saw it on CNN this morning. Um, nice just got elected uh, last time around. And she's a, a QAnon – well, you know, she now she's trying to distance herself from QAnon, except that she keeps bringing up child predators and all the QAnon conspiracy buzzwords. So QAnon sympathizer, at least, if not supporter, who's yeah. um been going off on the last week – about Holocaust comparisons between um, masks, mask wearing and mask mandates and Nancy Pelosi. It's just like the Holocaust. And she literally goes on. It's just like the Holocaust when they put people, Jews in trains and sent them off to ovens. Just like I that. Think, I mean, it's true. It's, it's a lot like that. It's a lot like that. Yeah. Um, but, um, but at the so there's there's I mean, you know, masks story. make it hard to breathe. See, this is where I can get away with this stuff because of who I am. Masks make it hard to breathe. It's hard to breathe when you're on a train car filled with lots of other people heading <laughs> yeah. to demise. I completely yeah. see the relationship. It's bad enough they were being gassed, but imagine if they had to wear masks too. That's true. That that's a little known fact. The Nazis also made them wear masks. Yep, okay, exactly. I'm gonna stop before I get. I know we'll stop the Hitler joke. The Hitler, Hitler so folks joke. Now, yeah. uh, you know, uh, there's a blood. He's line a Jew. He's a Jew. Well, it's not even just that. There is a uh, whole line of people. If I were to go back and write names down that were lost because a big section of my family came directly from Germany. So just so you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Some no, but, left uh, a, a hundred years before uh, the Holocaust and came to this country. The earliest members of my family to yeah. come. Some l escaped and were sponsored by members who were here, uh, or, like in the 1940s, the early 40s or late 30s. They were lucky because America was turning Jews from Europe away. You had to have a sponsor. And luckily my grandfather had already made enough money that he could do that. Or they would have just been like, leave another, yeah. his brother had, we couldn't, they couldn't sponsor both of them. It's sort of an interesting story. People should hear. Hmm. It makes, you might make him more sympathy for immigrants and it might also make you realize 
realize how evil these fuckers are doing this stuff. But his brother, they couldn't sponsor both of them. So his hmm. brother was sponsored by a friend. Well, you can no. pick one. Let me finish, John. Yeah, yeah. No Sorry. Sophie's Choice. His brother was sponsored by a friend in London. So there's actually hmm. a British part of my family oh, because funny. of that. Because they went wow. and settled in London and you know, and then he came to New York. But it is kind well, of shitty. You can't sponsor both. That's ridiculous. Well, he couldn't afford it. Oh, so, he couldn't I mean, afford it. Oh, okay. I think no, my legally. grandfather, I mean, like my grandfather was oh, he literally was putting my family up. always. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. putting his own money up and that's all he could afford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they, yeah. Wanted, so they were able to find a way to afford for one of them to go to London right. and one of them to go to New York. Right. And get out of Nazi Germany. Right. So that was good. Right. Um, I so, we were so, talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene so and Marjorie, how masks are exactly like the Holocaust. Well, and she's been going off on the Holocaust all week, and she did it again in the last day. She talked about – the thing is, Cliff, this is where I say it's smart because they know what they're doing. She went off last night. She and Matt Gates, who's the Republican from Florida who put the gas mask on during the first COVID – Sex with 17-year-olds. Well, but wait, least- but first but- – but first, he was wearing a – he's – I'm just trying to put it in people's minds who he is. He was the guy who put on the gas mask March of 2020 when the House was bringing up the first COVID bill that they were trying to spend money on, I think, research and other things. And he had the gas mask on on the floor to mock it because he thought COVID was a joke. That's him, right? But as you said, too, then the second part is uh, under FBI investigation for child sex trafficking, uh, possibly paying minors for sex, the whole deal. And – um They've they've been doing a touring show together. They both they show up together. They've like latched onto each other as the you know two most controversial members, and they're and it's working in the sense that they're they're getting a lot of publicity. I'm sure they're bringing in more fundraising for each other. You know, I'm sure they are. Um, yeah. But he he was speaking. Oh yeah. So he's speaking last night. Let me pull up his actual quote. Oh, screw this. Hold on. I can I can if I can click this. Here we go. I can do my low tech. Come on, boys. My low <clears throat> tech sound thingy. Oop, here we go. I pull it up on my phone because it's I do have like the software to do this on the computer, but it's hard. <laughs> so sometimes it's easier just to do the low tech version. Okay, here we go. Hold on. This is Matt Gates last night. The internet's hall monitors out in Silicon Valley. They think they can suppress us, discourage us. Maybe if you're just a little less patriotic. Maybe if you just conform to their way of thinking a little more, that you'll be allowed to participate in the digital world. Well, you know what? Silicon Valley can't cancel this movement or this rally or this congressman. Wait for it. Wait for it. We have a second amendment in this country, and I think we have an obligation to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We have a... Stop talking. Stop talking. We have a second amendment in this country and it's time we used it. He's calling for people to pick up arms and basically open fire on social media companies, which means Facebook, Twitter, et cetera, in Silicon Valley, 24 hours after there was a mass shooting in Silicon Valley. That, that, that shooting this week was in Silicon Valley. Yep. I don't think it was related to to tech. I could be wrong. I didn't see all the, but it doesn't change the fact that literally they just had a shooting there, and he's yeah. and he's calling for he's basically calling for a mass shooting event is what he's doing. Right. You know, he, he's saying pick up a gun. He's, he's doing what, what Sarah Palin did when she put the sort of the the uh, the sights, the rifle sights, and all of the right. you know members of Congress that were going to take out. Remember all those years ago. <laughs> The Tea Party movement and all that, when we thought that would be the worst thing we ever saw, 
that w- the 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 one running against Her- uh, Harry Reid, Sharon Engel, I, so that we might need to go, you know use Second Amendment solutions or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I I almost feel like this is worse. I almost it's feel worse, like this is most worse. of the Republican Party condemned them back then. Yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, you and and we are we're following up on the insurrection. We're following up on the terror attacks that happened during the Trump years. Right. And then you've got the insurrection with violent attempt. Then you've got effort to whitewash the insurrection and say it was OK. Efforts to then then you go one. I almost need to do a timeline, uh, but a, a timeline of the theory. Right. Then you get the well, actually, there was violence at the insurrection, but it was by the authorities killing Trump supporters. So now you're making the Trump supporters the innocents and the authorities the evil ones. Right. So that it was literally like, oh, yes, they took up violence against us first. So that you're, they are building for more violence. They're building to steal the election, and the son of a bitch outright. If I were at these companies, that they're going to have to get, they're going to have to beef up their security now at these companies, like Facebook and everywhere else. They have no uh, choice now, absolutely, because of this asshole. And I just can't believe that as a member of Congress, he can get away with this. I mean, Cliff, and maybe this leads us into our messaging discussion again. You know, I would have made today Matt Gates' day, and I know also. But by the way, we're talking about the vote on the commission, the nine eleven, uh, the nine eleven, the sedition, commu- the January sixth commission. This is the perfect tie-in. They're calling for violence again. Right. I would make this the Matt Gates calls for murder day, because again, yeah. this is what the other side would do. About something yeah. where we didn't even do it. Yeah, he's making it clear. And again, yeah. for folks who don't think that there's a relationship here, I mean, you know, oh, obviously God. January sixth stands on its own. But I mean, if you go back through the the you know the last twenty thirty years, all the way back to Oklahoma City, yeah. you'll see where far right fringe member. You know, back then it was luckily just a few fringies in Congress. Yeah. Now it's their damn the majority yeah. of their caucus by a lot. Um, you know them, and I mean, yeah. I'll never forget that when Glenn Beck was on Fox still, hmm. and you know called out all these foundations that were that were promoting leftist values and were taking right. George Soros money, always George Soros. Yeah. And he mentioned the Tides Foundation. And folks, you can look this Tides. up. I don't remember. The, Tides is totally uh, normal. Right. Well, you can look this up, guys. They're based in San Francisco. I don't remember ah. the name of the person, but a guy luckily got into some sort of a vehicular accident. Oh. And they found that he was on his way, per the words of Glenn Beck, to the Tides Foundation to start shooting people. His car was filled with guns and whatever. Like literally, it was either that or or there's like a broken taillight and a cop pulled him over. Or I don't remember why the cop pulled him over. But if that was, we averted a mass tragedy by luck there. And this was somebody who, this is why for so long I've been saying there's free speech and then there is encouraging uh terrorism and sedition and assassination and things that are not free speech and we refuse under first amendment fundamentalism to do anything about it well cliff for example correlation is clear right and now a word from our sponsor well have i ever mentioned to you what a carnivorous beast my mom is she loves steak and burgers right we grew up on them i've never seen her so happy when i sent her omaha steaks and burgers for christmas one year holidays around the corner finding the perfect gift is tricky omaha steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter stephanie in the search bar to order the perfect gift package for 99.99 you'll get 24 entrees like the world famous bacon wrap filet mignons chicken breasts sides desserts and so much more when you use the code 
Stephanie, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. The keyword is Stephanie, omahasteaks.com. There is so much going on in the world that can make it difficult to relax and decompress. You've experienced the Sunday scaries, that feeling of dread in the pit of your stomach that comes on Sunday afternoons. Now here's a totally different Sunday scaries, vitamin-boosted CBD gummies, and you don't even have to wait until Sunday night rolls around. Self-care is so important, and Sunday scaries is here to help. Sunday scaries believes that everyone deserves a hand on a difficult day, so if you're looking for a way to decompress, Sunday scaries has you covered with their CBD products. Visit sundayscaries.com, that's S-C-A-R-I-E-S, Dot com and use promo code SEXYLIBERAL, all one word, at checkout to get 25% off your order. That's 25% off at sundayscaries.com with promo code SEXYLIBERAL. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. These products are not for use by or sale to persons under the age of 18. And now back to our show. Send Schumer. Schumer. They should pick up and fly out west and hold a press conference in front of Facebook. Hold a press conference in front of Twitter. You're you right. Know? That's what you do. You make news about it. You literally shut down. First of all, you shut down the Congress today and say, in view of Matt Getz's threats, I do not think it is safe to have Congress open today. We're, go- we're yep. going to close the building. We're closing it to all people. A member of Congress has called for violence. Okay. And that's I the mean- thing. At the very least – I would have members who are in those districts where these these tech giants are hold their own press conferences oh, yeah. out there. But yeah. then I would have I would have Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, or else hold one on the Capitol steps, the site of yep. this yep. massive attack on democracy, and say, "Yep, they're still doing it." Right. Yeah. Yep. No, it's but it's that would um, mean that we were actually forcefully messaging, and we don't believe in that. Well, can it's I? I mean, it's, and I think it's worth trying to. I mean, I know we keep trying to figure this out, but but why Democrats don't do it? There is certainly an aspect. I, obviously, it's a lot of different factors. I think it's not like it's just one thing with. And I say Democrats, but whatever you want to call it, you know, the party infrastructure, whatever. But I think there is an aspect of it that is, um, we believe. Remember, good ideas sell themselves, right? So yes. it's not just good ideas sell themselves, but we're very focused on good ideas, right? Whenever I talk about the messaging, not whenever, but a lot of times when I talk about this messaging thing online and I talk about the Republicans, people go, no, don't be like Republicans. They lie. We're better than that. And I'm like, we don't have to lie. We perceive marketing and messaging we perceive lobbying, right, as being a negative thing, right? I was working for a lobbying group in the 90s. It was called the Children's Defense Fund. They were <laughs> lobbying. They were lobbying in support of poor children in poverty, <laughs> right? The entire like, time here in D.C., my right? wife worked, worked for a national organization lobbying Congress to take money out of incarceration and put it into treatment for those suffering from yeah. mental health issues and substance abuse. That would be a good use of lobbying. But we perceive we perceive the mech, right the sausage making is per se being bad. But I think so. When you get to this issue, there's the sense that um 
that it's, uh, oh, I was, trying, I was trying to say with this with the, uh, oh yeah. So not only does the idea need to sell itself, but we've got to keep focusing on policy, Cliff. That we, those distractions, right? We've got to remember, and again, there's a logic to this. I mean, there's a reasonableness to like Biden's right. approach, right? He's got to keep focusing on COVID and the economy. And he's not wrong, right? I mean, that's why he got elected. It is the economy and it is the COVID stupid. I mean, we, you've got, but, but it means we can't, we can't even think, and you've talked about this before about how to weave them all together. He can't even think And the yeah. Democrat, by the way, the Democrats take Biden's lead and say, well, Biden really wants us to focus on the cut or today, right? No, no, no. Today we're focusing on the commission cliff. We can't talk about Matt Gates and Margie Taylor Greene's craziness. Today's commission vote day. That's our messaging and not thinking, do you hey, think? why don't we bring up what they said and say, see, there's even more reason we need a commission. Because they're still promoting violence. <laughs> I mean, that, the thing is, again, I don't want to go through because I've said this so many times, uh, but you create a broader narrative about how we're doing stuff that's helping you. They're doing stuff that's endangering the country yeah. and hurting you. And if you build that broader narrative and that's the structure of your message, Joe Biden is free to just talk about the positive aspects yes. of it. As the leader, he keep him positive. The, yep. I, he, I mean, I think it's still he has to mention the negative ones. Like the other day when he held up that 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 card and said, with all the names of Republicans who are taking, you know, uh, who are going back to their districts and and trying to take credit for the stimulus that they didn't vote for 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 parts. Of oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. He did so, and he laughed about it. Good. He can do that in a way like that that yep. still goes after them and nails yep. them. And I think he should on the, the pandemic in January sixth. Yep. But I think he, you keep it mostly positive. You kind of the, your attacks on them have to be more of the all shucks kind of thing, and right. you leave the heavy hitting to other folks. Yep. But other folks have to be doing the heavy hitting and doing it constantly. Yep. You and I were talking earlier, you know, a uh, friend mm-hmm. of the show, Oliver Willis, who has a blog and has worked for Media Matters, has been out there for a long time, yep. wrote a piece in his blog today all about how Andy Biggs from Arizona, who's one of like the worst of them, who might be implicated in uh, January Congress, 6th. Congressman from Arizona. Correct. Republican. Congressman, okay. sorry, I should have said that. Right. Who, along with Gozar and Mo Brooks, mm-hmm. was involved in helping plan and talk to people planning the the – that big event on January 6th, um, the, the protest and all that mm-hmm. he took, he took out his, his, his video camera or his mm-hmm. camera turned on the video, his let video me, camera. Me, me, yeah, I know. Let me start over again and sound like somebody from the 21st century. <laughs> he took out his phone, you know, he took, a, he took a quick video, a video cassette, his Betamax. He got his beta in front of his office, <laughs> right. got, a, got a one or two minute video of him saying why it's ludicrous to have a January 6th commission and all of his bullshit arguments. And right. Oliver was pointing out that as of like right after he did it, it had over 200,000 views. It was being shared on Facebook and Twitter. How hard is that for our members to do? Yeah. And we just, we won't do it. Well, and, and again, I have to believe day- it's this, an, this very anti-corporate culture thing, this very almost actually more traditionally conservative thing, hmm. state and conservative. And like, we don't, talk about that you know oh, right. you don't talk about money you don't talk it would we be don't crass. market that's crass that's below it would us. Be crass. That's, right. right you know we only talk about substance i think it's some of that it's some yeah. of its timidity but it all is awful and it all hurts us and hurts our country so badly yeah. that we're not willing to fight back in that way yeah i mean unfortunately you've you know cliff and i've talked about this unfortunately you've got to create your own group almost and raise your own money and the thing is <laughs> It ain't easy, folks. I mean, we both working on our own for years now, and it's 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 hard and it's risky, and you're always worrying about whether you can pay your mortgage. And in Cliff's case, you know he's going to have to send his kids to college soon, and you just and we're both worrying about our retirement. I mean, it's there's there's 
there, this is almost an economic analysis too. You don't want to have so much risk involved in people doing the right thing in, in terms of marketing, in terms of democratic politics, so that it never happens. But you've got sort of the, and I hate the word establishment, and I don't mean it as the old white guys. I just mean it as the sort of when when Democrats or liberals all come together, whatever that amorphous blob is, somehow the marketing kind of goes away. Right. And even amongst the group, actually, even amongst the groups. And I think here's where you get some of that. The identity politics stuff, I think, has a negative. And mind you, who were we talking to the other day that I was defending the identity politics a little? Oh, Carville. Yeah. And I was defending it a little going, well, there's a reason why I talk about being gay or you talk about being Jewish, because so far it's still a problem in some sectors of society to be those things. So we've got to keep reminding people and talking about it. Right. But there's also the negative side where where you focus and not just gay or Jewish. Right. I'm talking enviro issues. I'm talking Medicare for all, right? Where you get so beholden to your own group that you don't, you almost don't care about the others. And you even start to develop animosity, right? Like, oh, gay versus trans. I mean, that's, that, that thing's been going on forever. Feminists and how the, 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 you know, certain left-wing feminists who hate trans women and don't consider them real and that whole battle. And then you've got um, some of the, uh, uh, the member of the women's march and how, oh, well, Jewish women, we don't like them in the women's march because they might like Israel. And we, we find these ways of fucking hating each other amongst the left so that each group gets siloed. If we don't hate each other, at the very least, like Medicare for all, we get so beholden to our specific little proposal, even within an issue like healthcare, that then everybody else is the enemy. And we so focus on ours that, I mean, forget about working. We, as much as the left talks about intersectionality, forget about working on other issues. Either, right. either we want to work on a thousand issues at once, or we only want to work on our one issue. But we can't be strategic. So I think there's like a thousand. I'll stop with this. There's like almost a thousand voices at once so that you and I want to focus on green today. And somebody else goes, well, I think we should be focusing on climate change today. Yeah, but or the, and the thing, thing that, or, that's so you know, sad, the thing that's upsetting that we, that we can't seem to get them to hmm. get a lot of folks to realize is none of the things that you want us to focus on will matter if we don't have a democracy because none yes. of them will happen. Yes. That at the core, in the end, the issue here is are we, are we going to come together, denounce the opposition, call them what they are, make it clear the danger that is, is out there to swing voters and others who don't pay as close attention to this kind of stuff? Right. Are we going to do that or are we going to just sort of avoid it and, and each go off and talk about our own thing and, and not message properly, whatever, and make sure that they do take over again and like – is there going to be a democracy in 2024 right. if that happens? I don't right. know. And if we go after the Republicans hard and really demonize them, demonize them legitimately with all of these issues, it will make it all the easier for you to get things done on climate change, on race, on income, on everything else. If just for the fact that the bad guys who are trying to stop us are weaker, it's just like the NRA, right? With the NRA falling apart, it makes it harder. Well, in principle, haha, we're still not doing too great on guns, but it makes it harder for them to fight back. If we keep yep. showing how bad the Republicans are, we keep them on the defensive. It makes them it makes it harder for them to focus on the issues they want to focus on. They can't call us socialists if we're busy talking about them being murderers and trying to overthrow the government. Right, anyway. right, right, right. Sure. Well, oh, oh, there we go. Hold on. Hold on. Where is he? Oh, there is. That's where he is. There we go. We needed a healthy scream there. There we go. Um, so the commission, um, Cliff and I were talking before the show 
it, it looks like, what, has the vote been put off for the weekend or something, Cliff, for the January 6th Insurrection Commission? It was uh, it passed the House. It's being debated in the Senate or being you know negotiated in the Senate. And we need we've got 50 Democratic senators. We need 10 Republicans to come on board to break the filibuster. Uh, and, and only three have so far. And only three have come forward so far and said they'll support the, the three that the, were entirely predictable. Um, you know, the three that I knew were going to vote for impeachment. Romney, Murkowski, and Collins? Yes. Or who? Yes. Was Collins even on board? She was being she wishy-washy. Okay. No, what she was doing is trying to offer an amendment that would have watered it down and was stupid anyhow. But okay. when that was rejected, at least from my reading, she seems to have right. joined anyhow. Okay. And I would tell you that, you know, it, it, I could see hmm. because he's got nothing to lose, Toomey jumping on board. Obviously, he's no fan of Trump's, hmm. you know, and, and that, you know, but the ceiling certainly was going to be the ceiling for the people that were willing to, to convict Donald Trump. That was always going to be right, the ceiling, right, right. which was seven. Right. You know, and to this day, I'll, I'll say it, you know, I still don't know how Cassidy jumped on board. He must have just had a freaking, you know, woke up with a nightmare of conscience in the middle well, of the night. I mean, because there's think, literally no motivation for him to either he Louisiana for, or the most. Republican. Did he vote for impeachment? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, my point right now is I don't know why he voted for impeachment in the end, except for he must have really – the only motivation I can see is he must have actually just wanted to do the right thing. I know we're never shocked. He got scared scared so badly that day that it stuck with him is the only thing I can think. Right, because when it comes to Burr and Toomey, they're leaving. When it comes to Collins – uh, Romney and Murkowski, they've already defined themselves as not being of Trump. So it doesn't really matter. They're going to have to win with Trump opposing them in their elections anyhow. And the, right. there's reasons to think each of them can. Ranked choice voting and Murkowski's right. done it before when the party left her. Collins, sadly for us, has a strong enough brand in Maine that we can't ever beat her, even though you know Maine votes for Democrats right. as president. And Romney is so wealthy, is a Mormon, ran the, the you know, has a family name that's famous and ran the Olympics in Salt Lake City. What right. most people would say actually relatively flawlessly, whatever you think of Mitt Romney, right. did a good job on that, that he's a hero in 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 Utah. So, right. I, you know, they're all in a safe position and Burr and Toomey are leaving. Cassidy is, is in Louisiana, a hugely right. pro-Republican state. And hasn't it, it at least hasn't announced he's not running for another term. So, I mean, you know, he was the only one where you're like, wow, didn't think yeah. that was going to happen. Yeah, um, no, I think it freaked, so, the, freaked the hell out of him. So maybe yeah. he'll vote for it, too. But but again, he hasn't come out for it so far. Neither of the other ones. And, right. and it doesn't change the fact that even if every single one of them comes out for it, that's 57. Right. We still do not have 60 votes. I don't know how you get 60. Now, having said that, we, again, we were talking before the show about why it is that Schumer delayed the vote. And in the end, if you think we're going to lose and there's just no other way around it, then you do consider holding the vote just to embarrass the other guys. So you want to get the Republicans on the record voting against this commission, right? That, yeah. So at least we can hold it. Yeah, absolutely. Typically, my Senate experience having worked there, now Schumer might be up to something else, who knows, right? But typically... The reason you would delay a vote like this is because either you think the vote itself will backfire on you, right? Like you're trying to pass something, for example, I don't know, climate change or whatever, and you're afraid that too many votes against you will send the message that, wow, nobody likes this proposal, right? So it, you, you, in, a, in normal times where it's not just knee-jerk vote 
you know, you're Republican, Democrat, you, you might not have like civil rights stuff. Sometimes you don't want the vote because you really don't want a vote in the Congress saying gays are bad, right? Because it just sends a bad message. But sometimes it's because you think if we drag it out longer, we the, the pressure is is building on these guys. And we're hearing, for example, McConnell's being a total dick, but we're hearing from Republicans, they're really not liking this getting dragged out. They're really getting embarrassed. They're really getting worried about it boomeranging on them. So by dragging it out a few more days, you feel like maybe there's the pressure will build and you may get the 10 votes. I don't see how that happens in practice, but I, I my gut is telling me that's what Schumer's up to, I think. Well, the so, thing that's so frustrating, no. though, is that is that there's already been a bipartisan vote for it in the House and a strong bipartisan vote for yeah, it. 35 Republicans. Yeah, yeah. Which, Amazing. again, it, it should be a lot more, but when you consider their caucus, 35 yeah. Republicans voted for it. And so what's that? And that's, that's about and only, a fifth or sixth of their caucus, something like yeah, that. And only 10 voted for impeachment in the House Republicans. So, so that's true. So one really could say that, that this could go – that you that's yeah. a, so that does sort of a, a – that does is a good refutation of my point, yeah. which is, you know, maybe seven isn't the ceiling among senators. It, oh, I people who mean. didn't vote for impeachment could vote it for could this. Be three times. The problem is yeah. McConnell's been yeah. going around like saying this is a personal favor. And I mean, he's such a well, tell people it, what you think is up with that. Why is McConnell so dead set against this commission? Because all he cares about is power. All he cares about is winning. And his view is, is that this commission will uncover things that it would uncover, right. which will would end up showing that the Republican Party, how complicit members of the Senate and House were in this and right. will, will cause them to get crushed in the midterms. But the thing right. is, is that is that, you, you know, remember what they did with Benghazi. Again, the only thing stopping us, it's almost like the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Right. The only thing right. stopping us is us. We had this massive bipartisan vote in the House. We control the House. There's simply no reason why multiple committees, they ran 33 investigations of mm -hmm. Benghazi. The response to this should now right. be the, the agreement that they made that that um, Kevin McCarthy deputized John Katko, one of the right. few – he's actually ones who voted for impeachment of Trump, one right. of the most moderate members of, of the Republican caucus to go and negotiate, was that, that the, it would have to be done and a report would have to be in by December 31st of this year so that it didn't go into the election year, and we agreed. Right. And the only thing Republicans now get is is – is basically us screwing them as badly as they screw us. It's the only thing they'll respond to. So their simple response to this should be fine. We're now going to have hearings and we're going to continue them literally up to election day. Yep. That is yep. what you've gotten. We can't get that. We won't have, you know, they've, I, I can't go into all of it. I don't know all the back and forth of all the various rules, but not having this independent joint commission means they won't have as much power to get documents, this, that, the other thing. I, they still should have subpoena power. Oh, they, they, but they um, will. I mean, they can still subpoena, but then they can still subpoena. Will... And now that we're in control, it seems maybe the DOJ right. would do a job and fucking arrest people right. if they don't show up. But, and that lever of power to protect democracy should be used. And I don't know the Senate as well. You know better than me, John. But but like, they can't filibuster committee stuff. So why can't uh, can they? That's a really funny question. Um, I've got to look into that. That's a funny question. I don't want to assume that because remember remember how establishing the committees got dragged out because they had to negotiate the committees. Remember that? Yeah. Remember. It, yes. It's so there's there's a weird there is a weird aspect of both sides having to, but I don't know how the the select committee. That's a very I'm going to Google this as we're talking. Like, how does the Senate uh, 
establish a select committee because in the house you probably just have a majority vote uh oh hold on a select committee is usually created by a resolution uh-huh, it has to pass that outlines its duties and powers and the procedures for appointing members yeah but i'm, I'm um, not talking about that though i'm talking about regular committee hearings each committee gets to decide what oh, they oh yeah 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 so so why wouldn't you run committee hearings in the senate too well of course and you would. right yeah and now that Mitch McConnell has done this, again, run them uh, yeah. literally up to the day of the election. I think you have to. You have to. Well, and they're going to keep whining. Now, <clears throat> the risk, of course, is they're going to keep whining. The Republicans are saying, look how Democrats aren't focusing on the economy and COVID. All they're doing is focusing on this crazy political stuff. And they're usually better than we are at the marketing. So they might succeed in actually are. convincing. Think about Russia. Remember, Russia, Russia, Russia. They, they turned one of Trump's biggest weaknesses into a weakness for us so that well, we felt see, like we couldn't talk about how corrupt he was. Right. I, I don't think they're going to do that. Because the thing is, is, you know, here's what I think, and it's not far off from what you're saying. Hmm. I think they're going to drum, drum up as many stupid culture war issues, critical race theory, BLM, this, that. That's what they're going to run on because that's hmm. all they can run on. I don't think it's going to be the economy because by most accounts, the economy is going to be doing fabulously because of what the money we just injected into it. Right. They'll try to find little things today they can attack. Like, oh, there's inflation. They're already doing that. Oh, the right. debt. I don't think that stuff plays for the most part anymore. So people are going to be getting checks, you know, they already have, they're going to be getting checks for child, uh, the the child tax credit and all this other stuff's going to be going on. The stock market's going to be going up. Consumer demand's going to be going up. Everything should be headed in the right right direction. They can cry and scream about the economy all they want. They'll reach their adherent, their adherence through their direct pipeline of bullshit, but they're not going to reach swing voters with that whose lives are doing well. And in terms of the pandemic, I don't even sure that's going to exist anymore by then. I mean, it'll be certainly as like a national everyday issue. It'll be out there because a bunch of their idiots won't get, you know, not won't get their vaccination and everything. But like, you know, already the cases in, in even in red states because of vaccinations are going down. Um, so I, I think if anything, they're not going to run on that stuff. They're going to run on all sorts of other culture war bullshit, right? And they'll that'll work with some people. That'll be enough. But you know, if we're condemning them every single day. And that's the question. Will we be? If we've got hearings again, remember why I said pre, you know, why I was so in favor initially of of uh, of impeachment. You and I had that conversation on this show before the midterms, the first impeachment, because I was like, they are so much better at marketing than us. We refuse to do it on our own. But if we're having hearings every day and they're on live on TV, they're on network and they're on right. cable right, 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 right. and they're covered online, that markets for us. Right. That well, and they're terrified. And they're terrified of this, which means Republicans are terrified about this commission, which means they seem to think, and they're pretty good at this, that the commission's going to hurt them. So maybe it will hurt them. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm saying that's, you know, maybe it's a good idea to move ahead anyway, because they seem to worry about it. And they're the experts at what hurts. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh la la. Um, what uh beep, 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 beep. <clears throat> I'm not sure what else we've got actually. Although it's funny, we've already been talking an hour, and I didn't feel like, as always, didn't feel like we had enough to talk about today. But I mean, well, I don't the think get we've been stuff. Quite going an hour, have we? We've been going about 45 minutes. 11:50. Um, yeah, I could be wrong. Started a little before 10:30 though. Yeah. Any case. Okay. 45. I, I just uh, um, let's see. I'll look on the Twitter machine, but I don't think. What else we got? Um, I mean, the new Secretary of the Army, woman. 
uh, first woman uh, service head, meaning the Secretary of the Navy, Secretary of the Army, Marine Corps, et cetera, the first woman to run any of those services, uh, Christine Warmuth, Secretary of the Army. Woo! So that's kind of cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's very cool. Yep. Although Ted Cruz apparently said that Democrats are trying to turn the military into a bunch of pansies. Well, he sent out that Russian propaganda video, and he got spanked for it. And then yep. he got really upset. And got, uh, who did he get to do a little Twitter spat with? Because they they made fun of him. I feel like it was a celebrity, somebody who kicked oh, no his way. ass. And then he tried to fight back. And oh, actually, not a celebrity in the hmm. in the in the national celebrity sense, a celebrity hmm. in the Twitter sense, which is uh, it was Kevin <laughs> Cruz. Oh, oh, he's good. Historian Kevin Cruz. Yes, who we've had on before. Kevin, I mean, you know, he's he's not a celebrity celebrity, but he's got 400,000 or something followers on Twitter. People kind of look at him as a a historian of record there, so to speak. And uh, he he went after – he like ripped Cruz apart for it, you know, sharing Russian propaganda and all that stuff. Good, good. uh, Good. Cruz got pissed and tried to go back at him. And I mean, um, yeah, it's Kevin. Okay, Cruz, but can we? Ken and can Cruz. we talk? You're talking about two cruises, but, yeah. but the, the Cruz, the, the Kevin Cruz, it's much smarter than the Ted Cruz. So, can we talk about though another? And this would be this would be touchy for some people, but I don't care. I even tweeted about it. But the mess, the marketing aspect. Ted Cruz of all, as I called him on Twitter, the second most effeminate member of the Senate, including women. You can um, get away with that, which is And fun. I can get away with it, but he really is. Ted Cruz, big girl, as we say, G-U-R-L. Um, <laughs> Ted Cruz. Oh, uh, Ted Cruz. I, I, how do I put this? I don't know that Ted Cruz is gay or bisexual. What I know is if I saw Ted Cruz in a gay bathhouse, I wouldn't be surprised. Really? Because Even though he's like in such bad shape, you guys gay. are good at staying in shape. He's super, no, no, he's effeminate is what I mean. He's super effeminate. Um, yeah. And I know everybody gets upset about that. You know, grow up. Um, I don't get upset Because there, there's absolutely, got news for you. <laughs> a lot of gays, kind of effeminate. <laughs> Not always, but there's something there, folks. Get you. No, millennials like, to, the young millennials get all upset about these discussions. It's really funny. They don't like gaydar either. Gaydar is, is, is anti-homophobic because it suggests that there's certain mannerisms that make you gay and i'm like yeah okay honey <laughs> have you met a gay person in any case it annoys me but ted cruz very gay um very effeminate his voice think about his not even on the effeminate side because you're something you can weigh in on his voice cliff isn't ted cruz's voice just made for an opposition ad he's got the goof ted cruz with the, it's kind of high and whiny so i've I mean, tried to explain this you you already got away with the uh, you get you can get away with saying he's the, super gay yeah the 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 feminine stuff i don't yeah. know if i can't get away with saying this but i don't really care. care oh i don't care um which i'll what make I'm a juice say. comment after you we'll even it out okay there you go <laughs> um which no but this has nothing to do with effeminate this is yeah. like Somebody who does like psychology did an analysis of like the way his his face right. and how it's not symmetrical okay. and and how like it, it he gives off his image of like a villain like just in oh, how funny. he looks. Funny. But then you add in his un unbelievably obnoxious voice, his willingness to his not willingness, his eagerness to pick fights on everything. I mean, remember, this is a guy we've heard, this is a guy whose college roommate, who's a now a famous Hollywood screenwriter, Craig Mazin, who wrote the thing on hmm. Chernobyl, the documentary, among other things. Basically, for, when Ted Cruz was running for president, spent some of his time on Twitter ripping into him and talking about how traumatized he was by having to live with Ted Cruz his freshman year at Princeton. Right? right. Like Ted Cruz, everywhere he goes, 
is hated by everyone. Yeah, not yeah. just the people that don't like. What's the famous quote from a whoever about Cruz? Al Franken, who's like, yeah, who's like, he's like, I'm probably one of the people who likes Ted Cruz the most in the center, and I absolutely hate his guts, yeah, or something like that. Something like I that, mean, yeah. he just when he, the way he looks, the way he sounds, his yeah. mannerisms, his nastiness towards him people, to do the masculine. Like his, he won't defend his wife again when Donald Trump and so yeah, he won't, his own daughters when he goes to. Well, hug wait, wait, but Cliff, but then when he did defend his wife. Donald, you get away from my Heidi. Right. Again, right. It, I'm sorry. It was Queenie. It I know. Wasn't, You're going it after the angry guy. <laughs> I'm going after the other stuff. Oh, my which God. Is his whole persona, his whole image, even his like his his large middle aged gut, you know, where, where that, that image of him, I can't even explain it when he's like, what, you know, that became famous during the whole Cancun thing of him pulling that, 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 the, the, uh, suitcase the on wheels behind him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just looks like someone you want to punch. And I think there's nothing, not that I we just would think promote such things. I would never, no, no violence, punch no violence. a poster on the wall if you want. Like the, he just is a disgusting human being. I try to explain this and it's so hard to explain in every way. I can, he just looks gross. He looks, you know, yeah. he looks nasty. He talks like a nasty person. He like, the, you know, Stank. everything. Stunk. Sounds like you're talking about the Grinch. Yeah. Thanks, stunk. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay. like, even even like even Josh Hawley, who I hate, even uh Donald Trump, who I hate, right. uh, there, there there it is hard to find a sort of perfect embodiment of the sort of physically, mentally, emotionally repulsive right. creature in every sense of the word as Ted Cruz. Everything yep. about him is repulsive. Yep. And and uh, you know, well, that's why why the, like he ran for uh, president. And I think he got like two endorsements <laughs> among yep. the senators who spend time around him because everybody hates him. No, he. It, anyway, the reason I bring it up again is if you're going to talk about pansies, which frankly is homophobic, pansies are effeminate gay men. Basically, they're effeminate men who you assume are gay. Pansy, pansy is a slur word for gay. Uh, if you're going to talk about it, then you better either be gay. Well not closeted gay <laughs> or you better be, or you better be fucking super macho. And even if you're super macho, it's inappropriate, but it's really inappropriate if you're a pansy yourself and calling people pansies. That's what bothers me. And I know that's fair. And you have a right, you know, you come from, from you know, perfect background to land that. Attack. I come from the pansy background. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I don't come from any of the backgrounds that Cruz comes from. Uh, um, that I can think of. I suppose we both went to similar types of schools. Uh, um, and there always were characters like him at, at my college and whatever that, that were exactly like him. But I just, the, the overall, you know, sort of repulsiveness of the package is really, it's it's almost something where you're, it's hard to believe that somebody could fit so many repulsive traits into one person. But there you go. Yep. He's done it admirably. He's done it anyway. Um, I think I, I don't know. I think we got enough. I'm trying. Let me just see. Was there anything else positive that happened? Um, Manu Raju got attacked by a cicada. That was kind of funny. Oh, that was hilarious. Well, I sent okay. him something in, in solidarity. I'm like, dude, we are drowning in them here in Ohio. So I get it. Well, and he's uh, CNN's probably congressional correspondent now, or still yes. is, I guess. Very, uh, very, very excellent guy. You've seen him on CNN. Um, I think he's South Asian or something, but you've seen him. Uh, anyway, great guy. But he's preparing to do a broadcast from inside the Capitol building. Uh, and not the Capitol building, but inside uh, the Senate. I think it's the, uh, the whatchamacallit. God, I'm forgetting my Senate, the Rayburn building. and um, Or Dirksen. And as he's preparing, and the, the video's running, but I think he's getting ready to like do it. 
there's a two inch fucking cicada on his I mean, chest. Yeah, it was a big one too. And in his defense. Well, how is the cameraman or nobody else noticing this? It's slowly climbing up his. They, I think they were they were seeing they wanted to see what happened. <laughs> I really do. I think they thought it was funny. Yeah, they wanted to see when he noticed and freaked out, yeah. which he did, and it oh made for God. great video. So, well, and the know. best part too is because he's he's you know. Manu Raju, he's so soft-spoken and he's almost he so soft. He's so soft-spoken. And I didn't realize the soft-spokenness is a character, is a, is a, it's a, it's a, it's fake. I mean, because with the cicada, he's like, shit, where did that come from? What the fuck was that? Where the fuck did that come from? And he's, he's being beeped, but you're going, Manu Raju? Yeah. <laughs> the sweetest, in a way, like- <laughs> can't you see why that would make total sense? Like if oh. you're his camera people or you're, yeah. and you're thinking about, again, in the Marjorie Taylor marketing world we live in. Right. This soft-spoken guy losing his shit yeah. because there's a, a cicada on him. You knew that would go viral and it did. Oh, I bet you a whole lot of people, you and I knew who he was because we follow this, but I bet you a lot of people that didn't know who Manu Raju was yesterday know who he is today. Yep. Oh, it's just saying. Oh, it's just the picture because it also is like against his white shirt. You see the fucking thing. Those things. Well, you just see crawling up, and and I'm sorry for anybody who's seen Indiana Jones. It feels like like a scene from. From yeah. from one of those movies, it really does. It's um, disgusting. Um, I hate I hate them. I hate. I them. do too. Well, and the know, thing is, is like for people listening to us, you know, I don't know all of the other batches of them that come out at various points, but the seventeen year guys, they're only out in about six or seven states. So a lot of you don't even know what we're talking about. I mean, it happens that the Maryland D.C. area is one of the big areas. Yeah. It's like the yeah. Maryland D.C. area, Pennsylvania, um, Delaware. Um, and then you have to go over west. I think it's West Virginia, Ohio, Michigan. I, I could be missing one or two states, but I think that may be it. So, like for a lot of folks who who were talking about this, and like I mean, I know what the hell we're talking about, but trust me, guys. If I were to go outside and take film, there's dead cicadas oh. everywhere. Well, and you got to walk your dog, and the dog. It's I'm already having issues gross. of her of her like finding things and me going no. Do not eat that. I mean, she's going to climb into my bed later tonight. Like, ew, it's disgusting. No, exactly. You're I mean, like, I'm going to brush your teeth oh, if you go anywhere near that. Thing. I do brush your teeth, but still, um, I don't want to pull a leg out. But um, no, it's it's they're vile. They're, and they fall on you. The thing is, I'll let it close with this, but every freaking time we've had the major cicada outbreak, they land on my head and they do it at the worst time. I remember <laughs> 17 years ago, I remember Just this was like, like 2004. No, but I remember 2004 and I'm crossing 18th street in Adams Morgan, busy 18th street. And of course I'm jaywalking because I'm a good Chicagoan and we jaywalk. So I'm like, yeah, we do that street. too in New York. I'm proud of you. Well, you're careful about it. I mean, we know what we're doing. You're not, you don't, you don't be like a DC person. No, you don't jaywalk when fucking cars are coming. You jaywalk put your when headset on and not look because you're too cool. Yes. That's, <laughs> right? that's known as being dumb. And you look both hurt. ways. You be careful. Well, I'm halfway across the street and the fucker lands on my head in my hair and i'm now feeling this big thing crawl and i'm literally going ah! in the middle of the street screaming and i remember this guy in the car in front of me because like the car traffic stopped because i'm going nuts and he's howling because of course the, everybody knows what's going on <laughs> you know everybody knows it's cicada time they just God, I just and I remember actually being at somebody's like Super Bowl party or whatever, not Super Bowl, but a, a party at their house, and the same thing happened. They they like what they did to Manu Raju. They attack. <laughs> they just no, they do. I mean, they don't attack like they don't bite you or anything. No. They just 
crawl they around. They need to do is crawl. It's the crawl attack. Oh no, dude! I mean, they basically look like cockroaches with wings. They're That's awful. The problem. I think actually, I think they're, that is they're the like ladybugs that are like pretty. You know, yeah. I don't freak out when a ladybug lands on me. These guys look fucking awful. Actually, really that do. I think is the problem. You're right. They look like giant cockroaches because yeah, they're dark. Yep. Not, not frankly, they've got red eyes too. I mean, not like that's a. Oh, they look like cockroaches with wings, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, they're vile. They're, they're vile, vile. Yes. All right. And yeah. Enough and and that. on that note. <laughs> on that note. But they're still <laughs> better than the Republican caucus. Okay, still we're done. Better than the Republicans, actually, cicadas and Republicans would be an interesting connection too. I would allow. Oh God, could you imagine? They're invading. They're invading your neighborhood. <laughs> Republicans. The Republicans are probably going to do an ad on that soon. They probably will. They're going to accuse us of being liberal sanctuary cities with their cicadas. Exactly. You know who else? Yeah. You know, the National Socialists like cicadas. You know who else liked cicadas? Stalin. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Last little thing Marjorie Taylor Greene. So she went off last night at the Matt Getz event, at the joint event, and she once again used that bullshit. I mean, even Dinesh D'Souza did this, and he's smart. He's, He's an asshole, but he's smart. Even D'Souza did this. It's the old line they use of, you know, the Nazis were called national socialists. You know who else? So they're socialists. AOC's a socialist and Bernie Sanders a socialist. So that means the Democrats are Nazis. And it's, but the thing is, they, they know what they're doing. That's why I'm saying she's smart. She knows what she's doing. Her audience is a bunch of dumb fuck Republicans. And they're listening, right. going, "Oh, yeah, she's right. It is the same word." But that's you know, the problem is that right. Well, their audience are dumb fucks. But again, all you're doing there, John, is making clear the necessity for us to fucking message and market. Yes. Because if you just let that garbage stay out there, I mean, the easiest response is North Korea calls itself the People's Republic of North Korea. All people are North Korean. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's the easiest, stupidest. It's you know, like. Just because yeah, you call yourself a socialist well, doesn't you, mean you you're know. one. Yeah. What? I know, but you know what I mean, though. But now you're. No, but now that's we're, my point now is we're that's debating should be our response. Right? That should be yeah. our response. Hey, uh, uh, hey, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, are you are you North Korean? Are you in favor of the North Korean government? Because you're a person, you and know. and people are are they're the People's Republic. I mean, it's not hard to answer back. We just no, don't I bother know. to. Very fucked the up. problem because as dumb as they are, right. they still have the right to vote. So we have to answer them back. Ooh la. All righty. Let's let this, let's blow this popsicle joint. Let's, like, let's fly on out of here like a cicada. Like a cicada. Um, so yeah, holiday weekend. It's Friday right now. Um, we don't have anybody. Actually, I'm, I'm in the midst of a back and forth with David Packman to schedule him on the show. He's agreed. God bless him. So that'll be, that'll be, he's really fine. I think we'll do a Zoom with him, of course, because he's Mr. The King of, of YouTube video. Uh, so he'd be good on camera. And uh, but we're whatever reaching out to reaching out to more. Actually, we're th- we're talking about some more guests today too. So we'll have and then you know what too? We do have to think again. I'm, we can do this after the show. But as always, some of the, the the really just good guests and get them back a little more regularly because they're good. And you know why yeah. not? Cliff? So we'll have to think about that. But who folks really like and are interesting. So there you have it. All right, guys. I think we are ready to sign off. Um, yes, I, yes, we are. All right. Um, All praise the the fuck off parrot. Fuck off. Take care, guys.